electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures as we get ready to start trading 30 minutes from now right here at the New York Stock Exchange. That would seem to me to say an up open, right, Jim? Oh, yeah, much better than it was at 4 a.m. Yeah, although yesterday we did have that turnaround. Um, and in part, perhaps, because where our roadmap starts with what else recession risks? Fed Chair Powell says it's a possibility and that a soft landing is, quote, very challenging. And then Mark Zuckerberg's bet on the metaverse. The Facebook founder sees a billion users by the second half of this decade. Plus, of course, high stakes gas price talks. Oil refiners set to meet with the Biden administration, just uh, talking about how they can try to lower those prices at the pump. We are, though, going to begin with the markets and Fed Chair Powell giving his most explicit warning this year, saying the central bank's battle against inflation could lead it to raise rates high enough to cause a recession. Do you agree with the perspective that if interest rates go too high too fast, it could drive us into a recession? It's certainly a possibility. It's not our intended uh, outcome at all, but it's certainly a possibility. And, and frankly, the events of the last few months around the world have have uh, have made it more difficult for us to achieve what we want, which is 2% inflation gotcha. and still a strong labor market. We will hear from the Fed chair again this morning as he testifies before the House Financial Services Committee. We're going to take you that uh, live beyond Capitol Hill, of course. We'll take the Q&A portion, not his opening statement. He was as polite as ever. It looks like he has gotten a little older, but who can blame him? You know, time we stops have, for no man, my friend. Have, okay, I'm going to give you the other side of the trade here. Okay, the other side Why of the trade. Of this recession trade. Oh, okay. I mean, when interest rates went up dramatically, we talked about them every day. Yes. They've been down. When oil went up dramatically, we talked about it every day. Oil is virtually just, I mean, it's yeah, not, not stopping. 10-year, which topped then, out recently at 3.5, yeah. and okay. oil obviously had been far higher. It's been down. You can see up, up right. slightly now, this morning. But if you had told me zinc, aluminum, nickel, Iron, copper, copper, coal, lumber. You could argue they're all crashing. I would go on to say that corn and wheat are down dramatically. But we don't talk about that. Why? Because it's what I call good news. It's, it's dog Why bites is it man. happening, Jim? Because it's working. What Powell's doing is working. So the idea that they need a hard land, I mean, we could come out of this thing very quickly because these are all collapsing. And we haven't even had uh, the cessation of the war in Ukraine, which you could have, judging by the way the war is going right now. So I look at these and I say, well, if it were these were all still going up, it would be different. Now, KB Home supports a number yesterday, giant home builder, and they say that housing prices are going up. That's not what Lenar said, but when I and the gross margins are way too high if you're a pal. But David, what? It, when you have every single building back block of the economy going down, 
are we supposed to say that it's runaway inflation anymore? Why don't we just say, you know what, so far, Powell's winning. Uh, it's only the third, fourth inning, but he's winning everywhere on every commodity. So why don't we just start thinking it's not going to be a hard landing? Why did he go there? Why didn't he just say, listen, the data tells me that well, so far we're we winning. We don't know how much he's going to crunch demand, do we? I mean, we still don't know what the terminal rate is, and we still no, really we don't. don't know when we end. And so no, we, and we, need he more admits we don't know how much we're going to staunch demand. Supply has been the issue up until recently, right, Jim? Right. It's not been a demand issue. It's been supply problems. Well, but rates go up that so have housing, led to higher prices. We should theoretically get a glut in housing. We've got it in some parts of the country in, ma- in the major hot markets. That's good for Powell. Uh, Powell, by the way, I think the pump is going his direction, despite the fact that everyone keeps hand wringing about the pump and it's not the federal t- uh, gas holiday. So here's what Jay should be saying. I know he watches me closely and does everything I'd like. Yes, he does. Uh, Jason could say, look. He hangs he should, on your every word. Every word. Yeah, I mean, he's like trying to get your ass. He's listening. No, I know. He's but, got a little alarm at 9 a.m. He's like, got to watch. I got to watch. Gotta but watch. the fact is, is that he's winning in a lot of cases. Yeah. So it would be very helpful for him to say, listen, obviously there's a scenario where we could still have a hard landing. But I've managed to talk down a lot of the economy. And, there's, and I don't want to be the reason why we go into recession, but the commodities that we all associated with higher inflation are coming down. Natural gas has come down of late. Uh, so it's when so how do look- they how does he look at those things and does that figure into the decisions they're going to make in terms of continuing to ratchet up rates at a rapid pace? Well, I think he has to say that. He's winning. Why not just say it? And then if it turns out the data doesn't support continuing to cut, cut rate to raise rates, he's able to say, listen, now we can cut rates. Somehow they can always we, seem to be behind, though. You know, well, you say no, the that's data, just some, he, yes, that's some hedge fund call. No, it isn't. Come yes, on. it is. You don't think that they started to raise rates too late? Oh, no, even he admitted. So yeah. I certainly can't back him on. No, he admitted. No, I'm just saying that we all seem to ignore the collapse, say, of copper, which I always thought was a very good indicator for the economy. Um, I think that the idea of aluminum, which cost the auto companies a fortune, tells me that you probably want to look at Ford and GM. Ford, by the way, closed a very important plant in Germany yesterday that they were losing money. There's aluminum. Who cares? That's interesting. We'll, so we'll there's put a copper who, up as well. Right. The, the auto stock. So, I mean, when we look at these and we just say, okay, well, Ford stock collapsed from 25 to 11. What's happened during that period? Well, they're closing unprofitable plants like the one they did in Europe, which is a very big deal because it's in Germany. Uh, they had a huge hit badly in aluminum and steel. Aluminum, steel, you call it aluminum collapse. Steel's down very big. Take a look at Nucor. So I'm basically taking the other side of the trade and saying that Jay may say hard landing, but he's winning on the commodity side. He is not winning on the labor side, and that's a problem. There is no sign that he's winning on the labor side. Explain that. Well, you can still job hop and get a better deal. Now, what has to happen is Silicon Valley, they have to have a diaspora of engineers going, say, to uh, Pat Messianic Gelsinger in Ohio, uh, going to Charlotte, uh, Austin. Well, that is, there has uh, been a dispersion of well, it's going employment. To it has to continue to happen. part because of the ability to work remotely, Atlanta. particularly when you're a software engineer, although Ohio is going to be more about hard plants Chip, than it but is how about software Atlanta? engineers. I mean, say. I'm seeing uh, Mark Benioff today, and they're moving a considerable number of people to Atlanta. Are they? Yes. But I thought, Chuck Robbins, I thought Salesforce lets anybody work from anywhere. Well, they still have to have where the Don't chief they? accounting officer is. I mean, where the people are located. You've got Benioff and Taylor on tonight? Yeah, well, I'm working my butt off to get the best guests in history. I, you've done a pretty good job of it. What? You got Darren Woods. 
Uh, yes, I spent a lot of time with Darren Woods. That was, of course, for a documentary over nine months that we, yeah, that we did. It was you, quite unbelievable because what happened is, is that I found myself thinking that these people are reasonable and that the chemical woman, when she was talking, I thought she represented Greenpeace and that the board is obviously actually ahead of the shareholders and that they need the shareholders need to be smacked in the face and they need to see what. What the Palm Beach would you quote go underwater? You're quoting Jeff. Uh, I am Mark telling you which, that I watch that. All of our viewers know most likely at this point uh, aired last night at eight. By no, the way, no, I am telling you. If anybody give watch you it later in the, the we're going to give you. Yeah, you can watch it now. We'll give you all the links if you want. I'll put them online. You can watch it on Peacock. You should put CNBC, your clothes online. And there were YouTube, maybe ten different outfits that you wore. And uh, you can watch all my ridiculous outfits if you missed it. Well, if anyone um, listened, they heard an, uh, uh, an Exxon that the president should sit down with again, because Exxon's trying, obviously, I mean, I never thought I'd say this, but Exxon, at the direction of their board, is trying very hard to be a good citizen, starting with methane. And I just think that the president, if he really thinks that these people are anti-climate change, that's the old Exxon. And I thought that Darren Wood was was very right when he said, Watch what we do going forward. Well, I, I you know, I, many comments uh, and I appreciate all of them. And many people said it was interesting. There was not even a debate about climate change. Didn't and that was that not what our documentary was about. Everybody agrees. No, I mean, everybody. Which, I mean, no, some people just, on Twitter may not, but everybody. They're does. trying to figure out how to how to reduce their footprint. Right. Now, you did in a moment of of great. Uh, I found hilarity. Yes. When. Darren Woods said that they could not, doesn't worry if there's no internal combustible engines yes. by, by 2040. You questioned whether I, that could I, be true. And I his did. reaction was to say, hey, in 2013, we did well. I mean, I know. I, I know. that I would have liked to hear the answer. Yeah, we will. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll show that to people. Can we later, do an outtakes? How about a blooper roll? Like we, I, wish we could have, I wish we could have spent a little more time. I wish we could have gone longer. You know, we're always under time constraint. But when it runs on Peacock in two weeks behind the the so-called paywall, because it's free right now on right. YouTube, two weeks, so, and uh, we will have a longer version. Can you just thank Wally for a great job? Of course, and you, my entire team, Wally no, Griffith, no, I Kathy mean, These Lou, people Mary do... Hennig. Amazing, amazing and, work. They get, no, I mean, people don't... I mean, having done a and documentary... And all my cameramen, did you see how beautiful that was? No, no these people are doing extraordinary and work, and, and we don't amazing. give them... It was amazing. Amazing. It was a fabulous-looking documentary. I know that doesn't matter to a lot of people, but the fact is... It was beautiful. Is it was the definitive work about how a major uh, secretive American company that had been a fighter of everything that anyone, including me, of the National Resource Defense Council believed in, has not only come around, but is trying to be a leader. And yet our president, I think, thinks that they're just stuck in the Stone Age. There, um, I said okay. enough. You have Now let's move on to your big guest last night, uh, who was Mr. Zuckerberg. You took a trip into the metaverse, Zuckerberg telling you it's going to be a big thing over the next decade. The metaverse, it's this broad thing. It's, it's not just virtual and augmented reality, although those are going to be some of the new major computing platforms that need to get invented for this. But it's also, I think, going to be the next uh, kind of most immersive and, and rich way that people want to express themselves across social media, too. So it kind of goes across everything that we do, and it's going to be a big theme for us over the next decade. Darn. Well, better be a big theme. Oh, there it is. You do well, look no, like my, you do look like a strip my club bouncer. My avatar in the metaverse from yeah. Mark is much, much better. better. Yeah. Now you look. You're talking about a billion people. You're talking about a hundred dollars per person. You're talking about uh, market share take by Zuckerberg because he's simply 
unstoppable. You're talking about a, an incredibly cool place to go. The biggest issue, I, we did, discussed it, is why would you ever want to leave it? So there are parental, parental controls from the, from the, the uh, building up. I have deep misgivings about the metaverse. I can't help it. I know well, I'm a you, dinosaur. Okay, I, I think know. you need to go in deep misgivings. to see it. Now, look, we're all going to be walking around with glasses on, just living it, our well, better lives. Well, it will lives be ultimately a, just real glasses real right life. now. Yes. Okay. Yes. What are you, where ready are you going? Player one. Where you, yeah, ready no. player right, one. Right. Yeah, Can exactly. Just, yeah. All right. Well, let me just tell you that when you have a meeting in it, uh, you can whisper to a person. You can't do that in Zoom. It's a kind of an anti-Zoom thing. Uh, in other words, the office is much oh, better. Oh, listen, the enterprise. The enterprise is much more surprisingly may become good. very significant. The enterprise surprise. I mean, we all know remote work is never going away. We can all argue about how often people should be in the office, but I think it's fair to say they're never coming back five days a week. And when this becomes a reality, Jim, it would seemingly enhance the ability to work with your colleagues from yes, afar. Now, I made play. the argument yesterday, you're still not going to walk halls and bump into people that you might otherwise not and have you know, conversations you might otherwise not. No, but this is so much better not. than Zoom. You have very personal. I mean, at one point, I'm talking to Mark. You know, you look ridiculous. In my outtakes, you and look, he's, I mean, he's talking about something, and I say, wait a second, do you really have green eyes? Yes, my eyes are green. And I said, I look really great in the metaverse. He said, well, you know, the suit is well fitting. I said, no, I'm jacked in the metaverse. He goes, well, we decided to make you look strong in the metaverse. <laughs> we can all look. And then there's one As point you where and I'm I get really him, old, but I'm not we can really, still be our younger no, selves. No, I felt like a million bucks in the metaverse, but right. that's not enough to get the stock moving. I have so many. People should be buying the, the stock. So this many. is so for real. Why? Because he said that Reels is doing much better than expected, and they're making Jim, money the off number? that set. What's the number they're going to be spending on the metaverse over the next five it's years? It's going to surprise you because they're giving the developers, the creators, so to speak, free reign. Until 2024 to write, and and they will take no cut, and that is going to make it so the remote is very high. Okay, now, what are they spending over the next five not, years? Not nearly as much as we thought. It's not going to be the tens of billions. It They'll, isn't. No, because they're so far ahead of everybody. I mean, they already spent but ten last year, right, with no return. I am telling more. you, this thing is radical. I watched. Mark knows I like to garden. I watched a garden of David Attenborough. Uh, much to my chagrin, I was in a Zen garden where I was very uncomfortable. Yeah, he thought you that and was Zen don't He go thought together. that was surprising. I yes. said I just don't really care to be Zen, but he urged me to to learn. Mark Zuckerberg urged me to learn to be more Zen-like. That I think right there is a kind of a. A pre- I, don't, I don't even, I don't even know. know what to say. I I'm don't st- either. I'm stalled. I, I, you are. But, you're almost but, okay. speechless from your own Can speech. Can I say that you ought to... Okay, I'm going to make a bold claim. Yes. I think people should buy one. And buy see what? it. And buy Oculus a, Quest 2. The 300 Smackers. David, you won't believe it. You and I will be watching the doc, and I will say... The doc being Exxon. And I will say, what happens now? Does anyone fall off the platform? And we'll be watching at the exact same time, and I will say, I actually believe in Darren Woods. And you will say, watch what's coming to I can't be with you because you were, and I didn't get, there was no screening, unlike when you were in Jeopardy. It's true. This would be my way to talk to you instead of texting you, hey, I like that part. I know. That's so lame. I was still happy well, to hear from you. Oh, okay. All right, we're going to have more from Zuckerberg because it was such an important interview. By the way, it also looked great. Thank you for actually having not a Zoom with Zuckerberg. His shot looked beautiful. It was um, oh, so refreshing. It, when we. It was Zoom. Yeah. What? That wasn't no, a Zoom. No, we'll, no, we'll talk about it the whole time. 
That was a Zoom? We'll talk about it. When we, it couldn't have been. He looked great. When we come yeah. back, airlines are cutting flights. This is an attempt to readjust amidst what is a pilot shortage. A lot of congestion as well in the sky. Plus, uh, up in smoke, we know, we're still waiting for that FDA letter uh, ordering Juul e-cigarettes off the market. Yeah, the it was a journal story yesterday. I want to talk more about that, of course, and the hit that Altria stock took. Let's give you a look at futures. We've got 15 minutes before we get started with trading here at the NYSE. Looking for an up open. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei. A Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, coming up, we're going to start talking more stocks uh, as we get uh, Jim's mad dash. Take a look at OxyShares leading uh, the oh, S&P. You know why, Berkshire man. Berkshire does the stock Warren Buffett really likes that stock. He won't stop. He won't. They're up at like 17%. We're going to have a lot more squawk on the street after this. All right, got about eight and a half minutes before we get started with trading. As we've shown you, we're going to have a higher open after yesterday's last sort of half-hour Humble, yeah. so to speak. I uh, want to talk Mad Dash now. Uh, Darton. Okay. David, if you want to know how the stock market is going to bottom, you have to watch Darton. And the reason why, parent of Olive Garden, is that almost every day we got an estimate cut. Almost every day. Instead, what happened is they actually beat the new lowered numbers. And Olive Garden had terrific same source sales restaurants for a 6.5, Longhorn State 10. Um, and what happened, David, is if you were to cut every day, estimate cut, estimate cut, cut, estimate cut, once the estimate cuts are done and price targets cut and the company does better with big EBITDA and a lot of repurchase of shares, what happens is the analysts finally get to raise their price target. And that is what's going to, ha- going to happen with Dart. So what you see here is, is it obviously got crushed on when we had the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, of course. A, a cl- then it went up as down. we opened. And then it started going down because people believe that, wait a second, maybe the economy is stalling, J-PAL, whatever. And the fact that they did – now, this, this pattern, by the way, ha- has not been repeated anywhere else. I mean, we saw it arguably with – maybe with Lenore. But this is the new pattern, and they're so few. St- Nike will be the next one, where Nike numbers cut, number cut, number cut, price target cut, price target, and then it'll, it will win. It'll beat it. 
We have to have this happen to almost every stock. And it's just, you know, S&P 500. There are 500 stocks to S&P 500. I thought of that myself when I came into work. And although we've had people one time say, can you believe there are 500 stocks to S&P 500? That's not me. But this is the winner. This is how you, this is how we pull out of this morass. And there are very few companies that have done this. Right. But we're we're, more, many more pre-announcements. There have, and we're not in earnings season. And of course, it's a look back. We need the guidance. Yeah, that will Nike's become so be the important. Next. Nike's going to be gonna very su- difficult. Some of these companies are going to be have a very difficult time figuring right. out guidance. And, and many are already planning blow-ups. for a tougher second half. They're pulling back, for example, on advertising and things like that. That you know, well, I can do it last minute if I have to. But let me start pulling back now exactly. in anticipation of a slowdown. Exactly. So you're going to have a lot of companies that do not do what Darden did. They're going to miss them, especially the price targets have them lowered. But Darden is textbook of how you can beat it, beat the bears. I'm calling this the beat the bears. All right. Okay. And by the way, David, Longhorn Steak for the money, best Bloody Mary I've, I've ever had. Longhorn Steak, really? Best Bloody Mary I've ever had. No kidding. I'll take you to my Longhorn. It's really amazing. Horseradish, you like that in there? What do you? What do you don't you even with? have to ask. They put yeah. horseradish right Delicious. in. Delicious. Yeah, local horseradish too. We use horseradish enough in things, right? I grow horseradish. You do? Yeah, it's very hard to grow. I didn't even know it grew. Yeah. All right, the opening bell is just a few minutes away. Remember, by the way, you can catch this incredible conversation anytime, anywhere. <laughs> you can listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. We're back after this. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with P. Jim, a leading global asset manager. All right, we got, uh, what, three and a half minutes or so before we uh, get started with trading. You know, we haven't done key to this market. I kind of feel like it may have been Darden from what you were talking about well, in the, I, I in have the to mad say dash. Darden, but I, you know, don't forget, I also I foolishly did not talk about that they increased their quarterly dividend. I remember when they cut it. David, Olive Garden is America. It's America like ExxonMobil. And these are the companies that have to start bottoming. Now, ExxonMobil was down badly yesterday. Yeah, it was. Maybe they thought that your, that your documentary was going to be a hit job. I would never do that. No, that's not your style. No. You like to be thoughtful. I try to be. Thank you. But I just think that, again, we're all looking for situations where all the expectations are wrenched down. When you have that, and we don't have that in the chemical companies where there's just things keep going wrong. But Jim, I mean, back to the big question about the bottom in the market, which you get endlessly. You started off the show talking about the decline in many commodities and oil being amongst them, and it being a positive in a sense, given how much concern we have about inflation. You're mentioning names like Darden, which reported better than expected numbers, KB increased Holmes. its dividend, and KB Home. And yet, is, and we know we're going to hear from Powell again, talking about the possibility of recession. He's a is, is, I don't know. Like, I mean, trying to pick a bottom is virtually impossible. No, no, I got plenty I'm, of people I'm who saying, sell me, tell me, I'm not even going to, until they, they stop raising rates, I don't want to hear well, about that's, it. Well, that is historically not, you know, there are a lot, there's this whole school of thought that's in the journal, which says, okay, listen, 
un- uh, until they start cutting rates, you have to, you know, keep your powder dry. That is just empirically so Not wrong. True. It's frightening that it gets talked about. Right. Average length of a bear market, 180 days. We have that. Uh, many times, if, if you wait till after the recession's over, you miss the beginning of the really good move. Uh, you have to be thinking about what to buy now after the expectations are out. Right. Asnes came on in that excellent interview with yeah, Sarah, with Sarah Eisen. Eisen, yeah. He's talking about Amazon being a value stock. Well, I've got to tell you, if you're Andy Jassy and you fired so many people and you're getting things in line and you're Solimsky working on Amazon Web Services, I bet you they think they're a value stock. Amen. There are some stories and about that today. PayPal as well. Things becoming potentially value. All right, there it is, the opening bell here at the big board. Furniture making Ethan Allen doing the honors over at the NASDAQ. Uh, Intern Co., a financial services app in Brazil that is launching operations Brazil. in the United States. They're going kind of leftist. There's a, by the way, Brazil's going say, leftist. Colombia went leftist. No, the whole country is Bolsonaro. Going, well, is yeah, because whole country. Well, I mean, they have a... All right, what do you, Che Guevara over here? Navarro? Che Guevara. Oh, Che Guevara. Che Guevara is one quarter Irish. People never forget that. People don't understand he's one quarter Irish. People never remember that. that he well, was, I remember that it like Guevara was one quarter Irish. I had a Che shirt when I was Everybody growing up. Everybody should know. I had a stop pre and a Che yeah. and a Trotsky. Che would be unhappy with you now. Very unhappy. Yeah, with you. Jay was. Well, he wasn't aligned with me to begin with. No, no. All right, there you look at the broad markets. Of course, we've been talking about them. Jim, listen, we 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 started yesterday down, and then we had a very nice rally so during the should, course of the day, and then should, we ended down we're again. We're churn, David. This could be another day where people buy uh, Amazon at one ten, and then they you know they sell it because they don't know what to do. A lot of people are lost, and if Pals is one thing that's off message. The market will go down, and we'll have to go analyze that, and it'll be a complete waste of time, but it'll right. be what we have to do. Let's talk, talk about. about another name that you that has always been the key in some ways to this market, or at least the, the speculative market. That's Snowflake. Um, well, how I, about that upgrade? Right. David? So we got an upgrade from J.P. Morgan. Uh, they did a, um, a CIO survey, and um, they saw a surge in their most recent CIO survey. So they do the survey, and, and they... Basically said a lot of people seem to be using this thing. Well, can I just say when I um, bring Slootman on last week, I yes. the CEO, what's incredible is this is the fastest fastest growing to profit, billionaire profit, the profit go big. This rivals Salesforce in terms of how quickly it's growing. But there's the, there's the graph that I always no, talk no, I about, mean, the, the mountain that was great. climbed and the mountain that was uh, But there were many young people who bought this descended. thing, no doubt thinking that it was the ice cream parlor that's in Amagansett. Uh, and just having no idea what they do. And Slootman came on basically said, you know, the hell with you. I'm delivering. I'm not going to try to pump the stock up. But he has that model where you rent the cloud, which is a much better model. It's much cheaper. And a lot of companies are, are using it. They also give you the absolute best analytics. Snowflake came public, what, around 120? Yep. So it's finally come all the way back to where it started. That is terrific. Uh, well, well apparently these CIOs who control over $100 billion of IT spending, uh, it's surged to elite territory in uh, J.P. Morgan's every, annual every, yeah. survey. 
Now, you know, did he, I, you I, see I, the companies are using. But you know, Jim, I did have to it's go the to the who's val- who. I did have to go to valuation because they have a $165 price target. They're still saying that's based on 18 times enterprise value over uh, calendar year 23 revenue. But Frank I thought maybe you, I'd see EBITDA on the right, other Frank side of that tell you, revenue. I could be. This is the only time times that I revenue. Okay, 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 okay. 18 it was, years it was, okay, it was worth a, the revenue. It was 100 times. All it right? was, it was. Hey, it was, Zoom, and maybe Zoom that's was, an appropriate Zoom valuation. was 50 times, and that didn't work out. Yep. Okay. But I would say this about Frank Slubin. Remember, he builds ServiceNow. He's a genius, very hard-driving guy. Yes. And he is determined to make this company both profitable and fast-growing. Yes. And I think if you ask, say, Mark Benioff, Mark Benioff would say if there's anyone who can pull it off, it will be Slutman. Slootman is... You've had faith in Slootman. Slootman, I mean, it does matter. Management does matter. Slootman didn't like that his stock was at 300. He wasn't trying to disappoint people. But he just says, look, I'm just going to notice the grind. Look at my numbers. Look at the fast growth. Do you see the numbers? How fast it's growing? It is growing fast. There's no doubt about that. I don't know if it deserves an 18 multiple enterprise value over revenue. If you and I had a company, David, we would be renting, not the runway, but the snowflake. Okay. You see Box almost doubled yesterday? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, did you want to come back to Occidental Petroleum and oil? Uh, you know, we saw it at the leaders of the S&P. Uh, the reason was 9.6 million additional shares by Berkshire. Why don't you just go buy the They now own, I said 17, but it's 16.3% to why be specific. Is, but, now, they, it, by the way, it may be even more than that Do you think if Vicki Hollib were to meet with the president, he might say, you know what, this is core constituency. I've got to meet with her. Can she crash the meeting with the president? I don't. I don't know. I'm glad that there was a meeting at all. I just don't understand why you wouldn't have constant well, dialogue. They you know, have a long list. Rusty Brazil gave you the figure list. out where things stand, and if, maybe you find some things you agree on. How do you know on? it's going to be? A, uh, how do you know it's not going to be a presidential rant? Because the, you the are, oil companies want. You are just very. You got that right, Chief. Here. Uh, lift development restrictions on federal lands. Thank you, Rush Brazil. They want to designate critical energy infrastructure projects. Fix the. Uh, the National Environmental Policy Act, good luck. That was Nixon who came up with that. Accelerate LNG exports, approve pending LNG applications. I think we'd all like that. Unlock investment access to capital. That would allow them to drill a lot of places. Dismantle supply chain bottlenecks. Advance lower carbon energy tax provisions. Uh, yeah, you put a tax on carbon, a higher I know, tax it's on so carbon ridiculous. that came out of Protect the Protect competition and in the use of refining technologies and permitting obstruction on natural gas projects and advance the energy workforce of the future. And then they'll be happy to listen to the president. Now, that all happened because the president made fools of them, just embarrassed the hell out of these people who have been working so hard, not unlike Darren Woods, to try to become better citizens, Mike Worth. $3 billion to $10 billion. You go talk to any of these companies. They were all trying to be good. And the president gives them the Heisman because they do not represent the base, and he doesn't want to anger them. Here's 10 things, rest in Brazil again, thank you, that they want. I don't think any of them are unreasonable. No. You can't uh, okay. build a giant refinery and then think the president says, you know, let's turn that down. How do you get, if you want to go drill in all those federal lands, you know what you need? You need pipes to get it to the market. Do we we want them to, I mean, there is this thing called climate change. There is this need to wean ourselves off of fossil fuels over a period of time, Jim. Well, we have to, David, we have to go brown before we go green. Yeah, okay, but putting in 
all new wells on federal lands and, and drilling and pipelines is not necessarily the way to do that. The is president it? complains constantly that they're not drilling. The there is way. a constructive way to go about. They doing don't this want to drill if they can't. But get you it seem out to be ground. going just one way. You keep saying brown. That's it's the same. It's what it is right now. Well, they do not expect the internal combustion engine to be the dominant engine in 2040. They don't want to waste a lot of money when they feel like the, a refinery could be outlawed by a second-term buy. Without a doubt, Biden. there's not going to be a return. They cost billions upon so billions of dollars. So what should they do, just wreck their companies? No. They're well, not going to wreck at? their companies. What are you trying to get at? I'm just not necessarily reading a list of demands from the American Petroleum Institute, that's all. If you anger, if you poke the bear of oil, they're going to give you some demands that the president's going to say, forget it. You yeah. make a lot of money, you pay for all this stuff. All right, I want to talk more about this later, but Excellent. I want to get Excellent. some down other... off your documentary. I want to, I knew it's it. not all, down off the dock. Um, I want to talk more about some other things. Um, Metaverse? I want to get to. Oh, do you want to get? To, I do again. want to get to Zuckerberg. So, but Banks you know what? I'd like down. to also mention is yesterday's news during the show when we talked about the Jewel FDA ban. Where's the note? And that was a Wall Street Journal story. We're still waiting for the FDA letter, but it obviously impacted shares of Altria dramatically yesterday. That stock had been down as much as ten percent. Not uh, sure exactly where it closed. Um, because they own 35% of the company. They bought it for $12.8 billion. That was a number of years ago. Remember, this was a key to Altria's strategy in competing internationally against its old brother, PMI. They separated. One got to sell cigarettes internationally, the other domestically. But Altria has the right to use non-combustible technologies internationally. This was what they're going to do. Dual. That's and, Philip Morris's territory. But they're Right. Well, Philip Morris has ICOs. Yeah. And but they were supposed to be key competitors. You know, there may be a lot of IP there, perhaps as much as five billion. It's unclear what the future of this company is, Jewel, which was once one of the largest privately held companies out there in terms of valuation, as much as forty billion dollars when Altria made that investment. But meanwhile, we're waiting for the FDA. Here's a note from Stiefel uh, this morning. It's called "Down Goes Jewel." But here's a here's an interesting section. It's hard for us to believe that Jewel had an insufficient application with the legal regulatory power of. Uh, of Altria behind them and their acumen. Perhaps the FDA was always out to get Juul because of its early marketing to teens. But an about face on that front, to become the leader in the industry in cleaning up the historical marketing tactics and eliminating flavors should have put Juul in greater favor with the FDA, in our view. Apparently it didn't. Well, it was like the watermelon flavor. When you try that, it tasted like, but to, to the, wow, my lungs are to, killing me, but this tastes their, so good. To their point, though, Jim, they cleaned themselves up, but yeah, it may, well, they, may not have been enough they, to satisfy they, the FDA. By the way, like there is a period. They can they can appeal. They can try to, you know, it's not clear that they're going to be banned the, forever the if this letter does come out. who run these agencies, all I can say, if you prick them, do they not bleed? Look at the FAA and Boeing. Boeing kicked the FAA around all the time. Well, have you noticed the FAA really giving the green light to Boeing? These agencies have people, and they're sick of these companies that run amok. In the meantime, we completely ignore the fact that tech is reversed and going down, and nobody even cares. There's Advanced Micro going down again, NVIDIA. See, that's part of the bear. It that's is. part of the bear. Like, we get wake up and say, well, oh, they're all up, and now they're down. Why? Because they haven't had the Darden problem. <laughs> they haven't had the Darden problem Well, they haven't gone what? through the... They haven't gone through, and Clorox is up again for the second day. What is going on there, David? Is that like a C Seattle gen that we nailed earlier? C gen? 
By the way, I haven't heard anything on that CGen Merck thing uh, since the journal reported last week they were yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, just be, Stock be did run. That would be an enormous deal, by the way, were it to happen. But how about Seattle? Clorox? That would not be an enormous deal. Why? What are you hearing? On, I'm sorry. I don't. Stock's up for a couple of days for no reason whatsoever. None. Really? No reason whatsoever. Not a big cap company. But the Justice Department's just waiting for something like that to happen. Clorox. Now, what would happen if the Justice Department says, you know what, we don't like uh, airline consolidation? Would all those bankers and lawyers still get paid? No, you don't get paid if you're a banker and well, the deal doesn't they, close. They would worry because but I think that But you do get happen. paid if you're a lawyer because you get paid right. by the hour. Uh, on, on the note of takeovers and the like, Albertsons, we talked about this, the endless endless strategic review that just keeps going yeah, on. And then strategic. we wondered whether insiders were selling stock. No, that can't happen. Um, You're doing they put review. an AK out per an agreement disclosed last night in the AK. Uh, those investors, the insider, are now sidelined until September 10th. So they can't sell. I mean, this thing has just been going on forever. It's going to be more than six months old by the time September rolls you know, In the around. meantime, what was We've really... we said, God, it seems really weird insiders are looking to sell the way, while Kroger they have a strategic increases review the going on. Well, um, one of the things that this was so weird about is that it has been a huge success, and yet they act like it's a loser. Yeah. It's been a huge success since it came public. It, it, they didn't need to do anything. Well, I don't understand. Who in that, who in the, what ownership is so greedy that they have to do that? They do that now have that lock up till September 10th, but it's it very much unclear this company, particularly this if environment. Who's selling? Yeah, how about Tesla? We didn't mention the fact that he's got a couple of furnaces going. We didn't. Yeah, Tesla, uh, it's up, I noticed, Jim, or it's at least it was when I last reverse. checked. Germany. Uh, and um, and the new and the new uh, plant in Austin as well. He's called them furnaces because of how much money they're burning as a result of you know lagging in terms of getting the batteries in there the way they need supply chain issues. It costs well, a lot of money to get a factory well, up and running. Ford and had a factory in Germany that wasn't making any money, and they closed it yesterday. Yeah, did not have it. We shared that with people who are members of the investing club. It was a very big deal because you know closing a plant in Europe. It's not just like, hey, guys, here's your pink slips. No. But Jim Farley was determined not to lose any more money on that Ford plant. We got to go. Uh, well, real quick, let's just head to break here. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Rick Santelli here, live at CMEHQ with breaking news. Our S&P Global PMI's June preliminary read. 52.4 is the headline on manufacturing, and that is the lightest level, the weakest since July of 2020. And if we look at the services, 51.6, second weakest number of the year going back to January. Same could be said for the composite, 51.2, weakest since January, which means it's the second weakest of the year. These, of course, are preliminaries and they may change, but it certainly seems to follow the trends we're seeing in the markets. Lower interest rates and stocks, Liking that, but quite unsure if recession's really all that bullish. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. We did some work very early on. They said, let's just make the assumption that ultimately every car in the world that's sold is electric, and that ultimately, I think we got to by 2040, that every vehicle in the world is electric. And so you don't have gasoline sales. And frankly, at the time that we did that, we projected oil demand would be what it was back in 2013, 2014 timeframe. We were a pretty successful business in 2013, 2014. So our, our view was, look, it, it, that, will, that change will come at some pace, but that's not going to make or break this this business or this industry, quite frankly. It seems hard to imagine in a way, Darren, that you can sit here and tell me ExxonMobil is not going to really 
take a hit, so to speak, from a vast reduction in the use of gasoline on the planet. If you look going forward where the, the demand for oil, what's driving the growth in demand for oil, it's into chemical products, which play a really important role in people's lives today. Over $7 billion in profits last year from chemicals. We do forget it's uh, one of the largest chemical companies in the world, plastics being a key end product of that and business, polyethylene medical, and ethylene. You know, I found that to be yep. by rote, his chemical part. Yeah. That's what the chemical guys always say, but listen, without right, us. Right. And, you know, you but can't you do all... But you were interested all, in it, the it, fact that, it, that a lot of it is actually going up, or there's a real business in the manufacturing of electric vehicles that need plastic. Yes. Both to reduce weight and also improve soundproofing, because, of course, you don't have an engine in there making a lot of noise to kind of DuPont cover over the other noise. is the number one company in that business uh, that's had breed. And I found that very enlightening. I also thought what was enlightening was, you know, it's either all or none is a false dichotomy. Again, I found it very enlightening. People should watch it if they haven't watched it, because you may change your mind. Well, if you want to watch it, we should tell you you can do so now on YouTube, CNBC's YouTube channel, our Peacock streaming service. Uh, we're available on all those platforms. CNBC as well, I guess, cnbc.com. Um, so please watch. Meantime, technology continues to be bad, but I've got to stop well, trading on separate Microsoft. Well, let's talk about Meta when you talk about technology, because I don't okay. want to, you know, you well, had just you had skept- Mark Zuckerberg for a people long People are skeptical, okay? Yeah. Um, but I would say that a lot of people are worried about the advertising model now that Sheryl Sandberg has left, so yes. we should probably run. Let's listen to what yeah. he had to say about the departure of Sheryl Sandberg. Place her role directly for a couple of reasons. One is she, she is somewhat of this irreplaceable person, right? She's a superstar and kind of crafted the role in a specific way. But the other thing is just for where we are today, um, you know, I don't really think it makes sense anymore for us to have a, a product and engineering side and a business side of the company. I, I think it needs to be a lot more integrated. I agree with that. I mean, it was kind of odd to have a product and then don't know whether it's going to be sold. Right now, Mark is making a product that is being sold every single day that people don't seem to understand. There are a lot of companies that are creating. There are a lot of companies that want to be uh, Prada's in there, for instance, uh, Fender. But, David, I think that the Sheryl Sandberg loss was a little bigger after I listened to him because she was uh, an inspiration for small business, which is the way Instagram has been doing a lot of business. And I would have loved to see what she could have done with Reels. What about the overall slowdown in the advertising market itself, well, yes. both small, medium, and large uh, enterprises, uh, the second half of this year? Uh, has the stock already reflected expectations of that slowdown? Has no, Alphabet stock I, I, already reflected expectations Stocks reflect the expectations are going to be put in the value part of Russell when they do a reconfiguration yes. on Friday. That does matter. There'll be fewer buyers. I think the opportunity to buy this comes Monday. He did address the idea that, look, uh, there could be problems with advertising, but he also talked about how Reels is doing much better than the street realizes. Now, when I listen to that, I think the street should get on the case. They should go make calls and do what I do. But you see, they're paid, they're paid tens of millions, and I'm only paid, well, you know, I'm paid okay. But why don't they do their job? Why don't they find out that Reels is doing much better than expected, that Reels is taking share from TikTok? Why don't they do their job instead of sitting around watching, I don't know, what are they watching? I don't know. On an hourly basis, you are way underpaid. Well, I can tell you that I'm way ahead of them when it comes to how, what the models are for Metaverse. You are. Oh, way ahead. What are you, what are you plugging into your models from Metaverse? I think they're going to have 20% better um, bottom line. 
20% better bottom yes, line? Do you think they'll actually get to uh, profitability with, sooner than people anticipate? Absolutely. And there's going to be much, much less spent uh, getting uh, the metaverse in line because they're going to let the creators do it. And that's going to be a very big moat. Uh, people don't seem to realize that, that Mark is very cost conscious. I remember this from when I first met him and I was wearing a pair of slacks from TJ Maxx and he asked what I was thinking about and I said, I'm thinking about how hot these slacks are. And I said, I got it for 14 bucks and he thought that was a terrific buy. So he's a little more frugal than people realize. He's also funny. I mean, it is kind of like, you know, I'm in there in the metaverse with him mm. and we're talking about like where we go and what do we do and stuff and how he was... Uh, he, he went to Dobbs Ferry. He played my si- my sister's That's kid's school in Chappaqua in soccer. I'm so glad he said they beat are... us, but he said then we played math. <laughs> beat him in math. Yeah, I'm I mean, so glad look, you guys are metaverse you know, buddies. All right, he, all right. Oh, no. I am a metaverse buddy. Oh, you are. I am. I know. He's your metaverse buddy. I am a metaverse, buddy. and he tried to recreate my Brioni suit, which was terrific. It's just awesome. I'm so happy for the two of you. Can we oh, get to stop trading now before so we go? Why can't you have to be? I was so delicate and kind to you about the doc. You have been. Okay, so David, what if I told you? It, though. I thought it was what real. If, very funny. <laughs> what if I told you that I had a stock that is disliked by most analysts, that sells at six times earnings, that has a 4.4% yield, and will most likely beat the numbers, and has a division that could be sold that's worth half the company, and they'll do a buyback that's down 33%. I'd say I want to know the name of that and stock. And the company is Whirlpool. And uh, Mark Bitzer is going to sell that European business, which he'll be able to sell it to the Koreans, or uh, to the Koreans actually pretty easily. And uh, you're going to want to own that stock because we know now from KB Homes and we know from Lennar that they have plenty of homes that they're building and they've got Whirlpool. So I think you should buy Whirlpool knowing great, that you've got that 4.4. They're going to make the numbers. To a, I mean, and the stock's at its low. Look at that. Gonna, People are already buying. All right, well, real quick. You see, because I'm paid less than all the Whirlpool analysts. Oh, we're but all I getting know, out our tiny little violins, really, for you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Excellent. I, mean, I haven't even kept track of whether you bought another Deep house this Wally week. Trainers? By the way, both those guys are oh, richer no, than you, too. No, we're trying to shed a house. Both those guys. In fact, that one guy is so much richer than you. Oh, well, my God. Well, there's one guy who's so... Uh, we want to find out if he's not, if just doing Twitter. Brett Taylor, chairman, board of Twitter. Think he'll talk about it at all? Well, I think he'll talk about the torture that uh, Musk... That no, Musk is no, putting... It's always... you got to ask Taylor about it, Twitter. David, You're going to ask... Okay, here's what he's It's amicable, Jim. You're going to ask He's him. amicable. You're going to ask Because that's what people say. Just make sure you ask him. I, no, no, I'm going to ask him about whether my daughter's cookies are selling well. All right, we got Jay Powell coming up next, uh, testifying in front of Congress, House Financial Services Committee. We'll take you there live when Q&A begins. We're right back. You've been listening to The Opening Bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com.